0: Mr. Complainy Pants.
1: Just hit the fucking like. That was not softer. Oh my oh goodness! My what, is goodness. Up
0: what is up? <laughs>
1: I hate you already. This is Freddy's Football Breakdown Podcast, Episode One Eighty Eight. That's just how we're going to roll into this. I guess I'm just going to turn it over to Swax since he's already trying to jump in. But Swax is here. What did you Oh,
0: have? well, you're not even going to introduce our guest? Nope. I'm we, out. We got J. Mike here from the open bar. Needs no friggin' introduction.
1: And dummy plants, although it's been a minute. so
0: Been a minute. He's he's on a lunch break, though. I don't know. Like up. We haven't gotten lucky enough to have J. Mike on lunch breaks too often. It's, it's been a minute for sure. So I- I'm gonna throw it to J Mike, but I-, I joined two eliminators this year and-, and I want more first of all, and I'm very excited about both my eliminators. I joined the open bar eliminator and I joined Shane Manila's Eliminator. Um his nice. offers trades. Open bar is an auction. Both of so my excited. eliminators have not started because they're too freaking special. <laughs> and and i'm seeing all these people talk about their eliminators and i'm like oh man so even reached out to bosch today to just be like man do you got any like
1: (laughs) i'm itching can i just get one that's actually going right now
0: (laughs) yeah but super stoked about the auction eliminator with open bar though honestly so i'm
1: also in that one and ready for that to get going yeah
0: so what's up with that
2: yeah the uh, apparently just as you said there's there's a certain level of cool that you have to attain uh, to go ahead and start your drafts on time, and we have <laughs> yet to do so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so I, I know Bosch has a ton on his plate, and major shout out to him just with all the oh that he's doing because it's you talk about the work that you have to put in to keep all that organized and get people together. It's it's insane, but uh, he, he's great at it. So hopefully we can get that going soon. But uh, yeah, the auctions, and I know that the ones that typically have trades and things of that nature do.
0: Uh, do start last which i'm sorry uh, I, I, I wish i could make that different but yeah uh, oh well, no. Hopefully soon. i'm excited absolutely <laughs> and it'll give us something to do and we we've got scott fishbowl hype still like going well all year i shouldn't even call it hype but everybody's still very into that and watching people still get the last of their invites so it feels like very busy and active we're doing like as you mentioned before we hopped on the show we're doing a lot of scott fishbowl mocks i am wreaking havoc on J. Mike's head
2: <laughs> L- Linda, listen, Linda
1: listen,
2: <laughs> listen. <laughs> All right people so we're in, we're in one John Hogs mocks and i I, I see I, I just see mayhem happening and and I really more than anything would just like for you swags, to be accountable for what's going on here. so i'm I'm riding along, pick number, I believe eight in this mock. And life is good. I'm, I'm feeling good about my start. I've got, I'm going, I'm getting crazy <laughs> here. I've got Mixon in the first, turn around and get Kittle in the second, because obviously Kittle's amazing, specifically in this format. Uh, I get Miles Sanders in the third. But as I look around, I'm kind of waiting on quarterback, and all of a sudden quarterback starts to get real slim come the fifth round. Then, in your crusade for, for DeAndre Swift, he goes in the sixth, which I'm not mad at. I like that spot.
0: I jump in at RB twenty two,
2: yeah. DeAndre Swift. In, in your crusade for justice for Swift, and I ain't even mad at it. And then you go, and then you go, Derek Carr and Sam Darnold. Talk to me. That's six quarterbacks in eight rounds. Talk to me. <laughs>
0: Talk to uh, me. I'm, I'm sure, I don't know if I've picked in the eighth yet. To be fair, so oh you have. Okay, you have eight oh two. So, I'd, I only have six quarterbacks. <laughs> Dwayne so, Haskins. Um, <laughs> no, I think, J. Mike, J. Mike, you took Haskins now, didn't you? Uh, yeah. I, you, I forced you the You forced play. my hand.
2: You, you left the <laughs> <laughs> So, if that's what you were trying to do it worked. you forced my hand. I had to get dirty old Haskins.
0: All right, J. Mike. So, so here's, here's my thing. I am doing my best to, to do what I feel is my part to correct that ADP. I'm not really concerned with how my team looks in the end. I'm, I'm more concerned about having an honest ADP for for Scott Fishbowl contestants to look at. And, and I feel like everybody else is doing their fair part to get any other stud where they feel they need to be. So I'm taking um, quarterbacks really as enough. I feel they should be taken. Yeah, and I know that you can't trade in Scott Fish, so this will not be my actual strategy into... When, mm-hmm. I, when I'm drafting my Scott Fishbowl team, but right now I'm doing what I feel like is my duty to put quarterbacks where they should be in a super flex league. So, and, and and you know what? I did the same thing with Swift because I didn't think anybody else would do it. I feel like even in this redraft format, he's going to do a little bit better than some of the players that will be taking a, around that same area. So. I did what I felt like was my part to put that ADP where I thought it was, too. And then, like you said, I got back to quarterbacks. Derek Carr was a product of last night's Super Flexible podcast because we pulled up that scoring and um, helped me out to drink eight. Yeah, nine, I
1: think. Yeah, QB
0: eight or nine somewhere in um, this current Scott Fishbowl scoring last year. So uh, that one I probably could have waited on, but I just – had that point in my head at the time. And I was like, you know what? I will take car here. Um, But yeah, that, so it's, it's not conventional. I know that some people are out there building their teams to see what they're going to look like in the end. And I'm not trying to disrespect that or, or mess up anybody's uh, jive here. But, but for me, it's all about the ADP. I want the ADP to look accurate for anywhere from the first time Scott Fishbowl contestants all the way up to the top.
2: Uh, and and that's probably and that's probably fair. And I actually figured that's exactly what you were doing. And I and I miscounted here. You have seven seven quarterbacks the right round. <laughs> <laughs> and Swift so, yeah. and It's and so swipper, funny because yeah. that's why I thought I hadn't
0: picked in the eighth when you said you had six quarterbacks. I'm like, oh, I must not have picked in the eighth yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but and I figured that's what you were doing because uh, and
2: I don't remember what show it was. I listened to you everywhere you are, Ricky Fever. Breakdown, super flexible. And you were talking about how, like with Swift, like you, you're obviously <laughs> correcting and writing your wrongs, right? You feel like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I didn't believe it, but I really did. I did believe it, but I didn't act on it. So now I'm going to make it happen. The funny thing about Scott, Scott Fishbowl, though, is that each year, and, and I've been able to be in it for the last two years, thankfully. And so this will be the third year. The, specifically, the drafts that I've been in and the drafts that I've been able to witness, they all operate so differently. All right, they all Absolutely. operate so yep. independently in that. Yep. Some, some, t- in some drafts, you're going to see the quarterbacks. You'll probably, you may see 20 quarterbacks go in the first four rounds, yep. and you may see 20 quarterbacks go in the first eight, nine rounds. And it's really interesting how it always shakes out.
0: Yeah, that, that's a strong um, point. So, you'll be doing your draft, and then you'll you'll talk to like Gabe and y- what's happening in his and you guys. You're it's a totally different conversation.
2: Yeah, and, and I guess this, this kind of leads me into, into a question I have for you guys. What What is your goal in Scott Fish this year? Not so much from a wins perspective, but how you want to build your roster. And I know a lot of people say, hey, just be water, be water. We want to be flexible with whatever the draft gives us. But if you had your druthers, if you had your choice, what does it look like for you to be able to build your teams in this in this draft?
1: I I don't know if it's completely set, but my mine is listed as the 101 in Toy Story toys. Um, that is what I asked for. Um, (laughs) we, we, we had a large conversation about this with Har last night on Super Flexible. So, I I'm all but 100% on taking a running back at 101 and going quarterback, quarterback at the 2-3 spot if, if what it looks like should happen falls there. So that's definitely, uh. Yes, you need to be a water. And if something crazy happens in front, you know, in front of me before that, that maybe I take a different position if quarterbacks are fallen. But uh, ideally, I'm gonna have two after I make my two-three turn, and it'll it'll be at that spot. So if you're listening and you're in that division and you're at like pick two or three, you better get a quarterback in the second round because I'm taking two of. <laughs> um, I, I want three quarterbacks that I feel good about, all with different buys. And that's probably it for me at quarterback and, and Scott Fish because you can't trade because there's no true value to it, you know, outside of just what I'm getting in my roster. So I'm going to take my two, I'm going to call studs at that two, three turn and hope I get, you know, one of those later guys to fall to me and even falling to me might be at the four or five turn. Uh, if, if I can have three different guys by the time, you know, my fifth pick that turn comes around and I'm feeling really good, then I can just load up everywhere else and just figure it out.
0: Hmm. that's good i mean although me, if like, i
1: take andrew luck again at my two three turn like i did last year everything goes to shit and nothing else matters hmm.
0: well, for me like I, I think last year i got kind of cute and enjoyed like drafting what i what i truly believe was the youngest team probably drafted in scott fishbowl last year and
1: straight rookie fever last year for yeah you.
0: And, and i kind of challenged somebody to find a younger team and by average, like, I think by far, I think I had it. And I'm not, I'm not proud of that, but that's what I did last year. It was kind of fun. My team actually ended up doing sort of good. Um, but when I say that, I think I was like top 200 and I went on to like the semis or something like that. Um, so not close to enough. Um, this year, like, I'm going to be going after a, a lot of the wide receivers I've been recommending as dynasty buys, like the Keenan Allens, the, um, Cooper Cup, like those type guys that that drop a little bit because of our perceived dynasty ADP that we can't get out of our head. Like I'm definitely gonna probably draft a, a a stud wide receiver a little earlier than I normally would just to try to like lock down that position. I don't think that I can go after rookie wide receivers like I did last year and get like McLaurin, Metcalf, and those guys and have them help me. Um, mm. but I'm definitely with two drink on the quarterback situation. Like I want three quarterbacks that I like a lot. I want to like their O-line a little bit um, because if they get sacked. And I want to believe in their percentage a little bit. It's a little different. This scoring is going to be brutal if you don't pay attention to it a little bit. But what about you, Jay Mike? And, and, and what's funny about your your strategy
2: and what you just talked through, so putting those two things together, your strategy and the mock they're wearing together, swags. <laughs> has helped me refine what needs to be done because it's not just about being able to take whatever gross quarterback at the end that you want to take. Mm-hmm. It's still about getting a quarterback that you're comfortable with, and I think that that's what 2Drink mentioned as well is that you want to be able to leave with three that you're comfortable with, and you help me somewhat find that line. I think that after Phillip Rivers, um, wh- who went off the board mm-hmm. in our in ours as QB24, and I don't even know that I'm comfortable with Phillip Rivers, but I don't think he's going to be
0: a net negative for my team. At 24, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. He, At 24, He can exactly.
0: dunk a little bit enough to – yeah, he should have a decent percentage. Right. So everybody after that. So even
2: – and and Derek Carbs, say what you will, um, he, he he's someone that I think can can probably be okay. And I think – would you guys say uh, QB9 in this format?
1: Yeah, by scoring I, from last year, he was one yeah. of like the highest risers. Him and Breeze like went way up.
2: I'm just curious. I just don't know how – I don't know how I feel about trusting him as, as someone that I'm trotting out there, even with the upgrading weapons, even with – I just don't know – I don't know about Derek Carr because because he's shown us really great highs, right? He's shown us he's shown us MVP-level yep. seasons to so where he's looked fantastic and looked like he's on the ball, and he's also looked like someone who's running around uh, with a bottle rocket in their pants because they're scared to death of the rush and everything else and <laughs> make awful decisions. So I don't so, – so that's probably the line swags, and and if it wasn't for you, I would not have laid this out on, on a grid and seen this to be able to really refine like what what I, what this looks like. But when we get into this range, the the car, the Burrow, the Darnold, the Haskins, like QB twenty five through twenty eight, I start getting really nervous about. Okay, I, I no longer have or even can attempt to have an advantage at quarterback. Now I'm just treading water and hoping they don't become a negative for my team in this format. Right, so, truly,
1: truly. Or- Or if one of those guys is your QB three, you know what I mean? Like, okay, I don't mind taking a risk there as my third guy because I like my other two. If if a guy like Derek Carr finished so well last year but is continually getting shit on, well, maybe Carr can be my three, even if that means I'm taking, you know, Mariota in the 18th or whatever just to have that locked up. Now I have four, but really I got three teams quarterback. So, well,
0: and I mean, Carr had 69% completion rating in nice. 2018. I rounded up for you to drink with 4,049 <laughs> yards. And then 2019, he raises that a little bit to 70.4 for another 4,000 yard season. I mean, so he had that 68.9% and then followed by 70.4. Uh, I mean, it, with crummy weapons to, to say the least. I don't know. I don't mind it in Scott Fishbowl this year.
1: All his weapons that they brought in, which were a lot, I think just continue to allow him to be the check down guy, right? Like if Edwards is healthy, he's a big possession wide receiver. I know everybody wants to say rugs. is just a speed guy and going to run nine routes, but he's best utilized. I think underneath and and slants easy throws and then let the speed do the work. Not Derek Carr's arm do the work. So
0: how how are you guys feeling about Edwards? Let's you're
1: much, you're dyn- much higher than I am. this
0: a little bit, yeah.
1: I mm. even saw you uh, take Edwards. Was it over Cream Hunt straight up? Is that for real? Is that what that was? Yeah. So do you remember that? And you're no, still gonna, and you're yesterday. still gonna do that? Well That doesn't mean you remember it.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah I, can't do that. I, don't, I I think, think do that it's okay to do that, and um, I'll do that on my teams because I think that I think that at the end of 2021, <laughs> you won't be able to make that move.
1: I think that's a lot of I mean I guess it's projection on both sides, but mine feels mine feels much safer and and, and safer and insulated where I mean you're,
0: you can't get you, got you can't get hope. Terry McLaurin for hunt. You can't get Metcalf for Hunt. You can't get AJ Brown for hunt. These are moves you probably could have made all day last year.
1: Sure. Those those guys were early, you know, first first round pick I guess McLaurin was what third, late second, depending on where. Is. So that's the Edwards range, I guess. Yeah. Uh there's nothing else there though. When when he got there to be the guy, so I don't call it what you want to, but I mean it, Edwards was still the third offensive piece they brought in to help this team. It might be one pick apart from what about from, what uh, about and Bell, I, Bell
0: or Edwards? Uh, I would take Bell. I, I offered that in a in a in a Russ league outhouse. So PPR strong and was declined quickly. I could not get Edwards for Bell. I am desperate for a wow. wide receiver and was shut down.
1: I will take the the known grossness that is in a case offense but guaranteed touches over whatever we're thinking Edwards could be.
0: Jay Mike yeah, where are you and, at? And
2: is is there is there a world where Edwards comes out like on fire? Like is that even possible? I don't we, think that's probable, a, no. I, yeah, and, and and that's the thing. Maybe there's a non-zero chance, but it, I don't think that's likely at all where he just comes out and he's crushing. Specifically, because of the foot, right? So he's coming mm-hmm. back from mm-hmm. the foot, and I think that I was listening to, believe it was the 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 audible uh, with, with the football guys, and they were just talking through how all these different people have had these surgeries with screws in the foot and all, mm-hmm. and all these different things. I, Ed, Edwards is someone that you're likely going to be able to try to acquire a, a, at a more at a better price next year, mm. or or it'll be a case where he kind of yeah exactly yeah or it's going to be a case where he he might turn it on at the end of the year and give you some of that AJ Brown feel, where mm-hmm. he starts to like really heat up and then maybe not too much to AJ Brown's level of efficiency, but just with the work. So, mm-hmm. uh, and and just to clarify, Swags, I want I want to try make sure I'm understanding right on. So, so you were on the side that was giving Kareem Hunt for Brian Edwards?
0: Um, hypothetically, it was a trade offer on Twitter. It wasn't mine,
1: but you were giving gotcha. up Bell trying to get Edwards.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: The And the reason I went back to Kareem Hunt for a second because I had to go back to a tweet the other day from, uh, and I forgot who it was again, not Graham Barfield, but it was Scott Barrett. Scott Barrett said this. Yeah. So obviously, the, the Cleveland Browns uh, running back, who was the leading, like basically their high fantasy point score in the, in the backfield, was Nick Chubb, basically the first 10 weeks of the season or first nine weeks of the season. So after the bye uh, or after uh, Kareem Hunt returns from suspension, Kareem Hunt outscored Nick Chubb 6 out of 8 weeks. 6 out of 8 weeks, mm-hmm. which is crazy to think about, but obviously we've got a new a new offensive system that's probably going in there in Cleveland with Stefanski. Mm-hmm. Do we Kareem Hunt feels like feels like something that makes a lot of sense for people to buy into, but it also could feel like you've had the carpet pulled out from under you, which is why I think I could understand why someone may want to get Edwards just to not have to deal with the perhaps the inconsistency, perhaps what happens after twenty twenty, but it still feels like a bridge too far for me. It, it, even in the case for Bell, just because of the work that he's going to be getting in twenty twenty. But if you got a long term view of it, which it sounds like you do, Swags, I'm not. I'm not mad at that. I just think you could probably you you might be able to get a little bit more if it's just Le'Veon Bell. You're you're trotting out there for him.
0: Well, well, that one he declined. Which is crazy to me, but um, I, I, thought, dude, I, I thought so, too. Even as me being the one trying to get Edwards, I sent a trade that I was like, oh, Smash Accept. It's just done. And I'm not playing around anymore. And no, not at all. Like, he hates Bell. Everybody hates Bell. So go try to buy Bell. I've switched from trying to sell my Bell shares to trying to buy them. Because after that one, I was just like, dude, this has gotten silly. Like, <laughs> people just crap on players too much. Like, hop off Twitterverse every now and then. And think realistically about your teams and your situations. And if if you only have one running back and seven wide receivers, and Edwards is one of them, Bell is going to help your team this year. But that's, I guess, I was going to say it's neither here nor there, but it's absolutely fucking here. <laughs> can, we, can we can can we talk Brian Edwards? Can we
2: can we talk about Brian Edwards value real quick? And I just ask you guys a couple a couple players here. Is that okay? yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Brian Edwards or Paris Campbell?
0: Campbell. Um, I'll, I'll take Edwards here. Board it. Well, Ooh, it, nice. w- how do you board value? <laughs> well, uh,
1: sure. I guess he's just talking value. I'm just ta- I'm talking return. And I will do it for this year. I will do it for next year. I will do it for the two combined. I don't care how you want it.
0: I'll do it for <laughs> 2021 if you want. Done. But that's a ways out there. I don't know. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. We're not the one putting it on the board. Third Mike, get to work, buddy. Third so, Mike. <laughs> Poor Mike. <laughs> we start putting right. a couple shows together and beds start flowing. I feel bad for him. But what else, what else you got, J Mike?
2: Brian Edwards,
0: Miko Hardman.
1: Yeah, uh, I'll go first and I will still take the answer, not named Brian Edwards.
0: Hmm, I'll take Edwards here. I'll, Put man, it on the okay. board. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I like it. I like it. Keep going. How many Brian more beds do Ed- we get out of this? <laughs> Brian Edwards? preston williams Oh, uh, preston is a, a a weak spot of mine um <laughs> i'm gonna take preston here but man the value is on the edwards side with that rookie fever probably eight to four points if we type it into our dynasty trade calculator you're, you're probably right you're probably right with that we think to drink yeah i don't now he's taking edwards yeah <laughs>
2: He was golfers, I, like he was he goes right.
1: This this one's tough just because it's it's coming off the ACL, so I don't know what we get this year out of it. Uh I'm gonna lean Preston if we're if we're just going straight Dynasty. Uh but this year I think Edwards uh, probably does enough to to make up for those missed weeks. Okay.
2: Last one here. Brian Edwards, Mike
1: Williams. Mike Williams. I just don't like Brian Edwards. Apparently,
0: yeah. I, but I, I think that <laughs> I think I'd take Mike Williams there too. I think he's a little yes. underappreciated. All right, what, I'm just curious.
1: Where do you fall there? You do, I know you're asking the questions, but this is our show. You don't get away with that <laughs> <I> would, <laughs> see,
2: when I, when,
1: that's, that's what I do
2: when I go on shows. I, yeah. I try to switch it, do the host thing, and then ask people questions and get them talking. Then um, I can dodge those things. But you, you found me out. <laughs> I am. <laughs> In that instance, and I, and I probably have to do some shuffling myself, uh, I probably have Paris and Miko ahead of him. I have Preston ahead of him. And sadly, I have Mike Williams ahead of him. I, I do that John Bosch exercise where I try to project value for the year after. Yeah. And uh, w- when I did that, I have all those guys in the same tier, and they're all just ahead of Brian Edwards. So, So take that for what you will.
1: Do do we believe uh, Mariota starts at any point this year? I think Mariota only signed a one year deal, uh, you know. And and clearly, Gruden doesn't really love Carr. Uh, it sounds like he tried to make all kind of moves in the offseason to maybe bring a bigger name in, or maybe that's all just fluff, you know, with Mariota. But a, do you think Mariota plays any games this year? And does that hurt? Those wide receiver or Edwards, I guess, in general, just because we're talking here so make I've you Mar- different about him. If that happens,
2: I've been a Mariota stand for far too long uh, than, than I care to probably admit. And I want Mariota to play badly. The problem becomes Derek Carr will show you just enough in moments mm-hmm. to likely keep his job and continue to win seven to nine games a year. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that Mariota gets on the field. Like, I, I think Carr would have to just have some major screw-ups or just like the offense super uh, combusts and stalls to a point where people are just restless. We're in Las Vegas. It's like we need change. We need something that's exciting and Phil sees and all this fun stuff, uh, similar to, to what uh, Swags usually talks about with Gardner Minshew and the, the effect that Key kind of has on the, the community in Jacksonville. Uh, hopefully Mar- Mariota would be able to bring that if he got the opportunity. I don't know that he's going to get it, though, and I don't know that I'd, I'd trust it. However, I, I would love to have both on my team in the event that that happens. Uh, but but yeah, I don't I don't I don't feel confident that it happens for Mariota
0: in this season. Would you draft Derek Carr in a Scott Fishbowl and then back it up with Mariota right. later? Yes.
2: Oh, no question. No question. No question. And I don't remember which one of you said that earlier, but when you said it, it was like, well, yeah, that that makes all the sense in the world, especially when literally in, in another Scott Fishbowl mock, I literally had. Marcus Mariota with the very last pick of the draft, the 20, what is it, 2012,
0: 20 mm-hmm. and pick 12.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely worth backing it up at that point.
0: Mm-hmm. No question. So Bell is a hold or a buy. If you have him, you just tell everybody in your league to screw off. All right, before, I, yeah, go
1: ahead.
0: I had him in, tra- I, I was going to say I had him in trade addict six and I, and I kind of
2: shopped him around trying to get picks for this year. And my team is in a weird place where I'm. I've got a ton of picks in 2021 and, obviously two drink is a champion in that league. I try to bypass no, that I, point. I, have to I, say I, it. Yeah, I know, I know. Hell <laughs> to the chief. I get it. So the, and I had bill and I was just, I was in kind of a trade mood and I needed to do one of those things that you do swags, where you talk about how you uh, sometimes I have to like check myself and say, you know what, like, what am I doing right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead I went ahead and traded him and I got a 2022 first <coughs> for left Bell. Hmm. Uh, I don't love that, specifically for what he can do in 2020 and maybe yeah. even in beyond if he ever gets <laughs> together in New York. But right. to still be able to get a first for him, I felt okay about that.
1: Is that because you are – I say I want to say you have six 2021 first-rounders? Yes, I you have had, six
2: 2021 yeah. oh I I 20, firsts, and I have five 2021 20, seconds. Holy so man, I have wow. 11 picks in the top 24. Wow. You just had a
1: couple 2020 firsts as well, right? Like you kind of yes. went from – uh, you were in the playoffs, or right? Did you make the playoffs? Yeah, so so but had, a, but you had a team that were going to win.
2: Exactly, had a team that I, that I knew would could contend. The problem is when I fell apart at the end of the year, I lost out on the first round by, and so I got to the first round of the playoffs and I lost, which was a bummer. So then I just blew it up, right? Blew blew the team up to a large degree, but I've still got a lot of fun pieces: uh, Jarvis Landry, Robert Woods, good players. Like I still have a fairly talented group, but now I just have picks galore. And I added our boy swags DeAndre Swift and nice. Jonathan Taylor uh, to this team too. So uh, the future's bright. Holy but but yeah, I, I moved Bell. I moved Bell to get that first, and I figured if nothing else, that first is going to continue to increase in value. And the way yeah, that we're talking, exactly. Levy Bell could have a top ten season, and he, his his value's not going to rebound right. the way that we would hope. So and that was my, my logic. Are
1: going to help your team in general, just just right. how you're building it. So if you're not yep. not going for it right now, you might as well get what you can.
2: Oh, and Chris Godwin, I have him too. But, yes, exactly. Hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm glad I won it in year one because there are some serious teams that are building just fucking powerhouses that are not going to be fun to go against. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate you allowing me to mortgage my future so that I could win year one. <laughs> and and now you can reap the benefits from my picks. Oh, those did other you, you
0: were you the one that got that bell share?
1: No, no,
2: no, no, no. no. He's exactly the one like, that got my Ryan Tannehill
0: okay. for his stretch run. Well, that's yeah, a nice little ad, though.
1: There was another piece or two in there too, and and I know we maybe don't remember a lot of the trades we don't make, but I definitely remember one when we were making that big deal, J. Mike, and I guess just because it comes back to haunt me a little bit, because basically what I ended up doing, and and outside of making the big deal, there was another piece added on, and it and it meant me giving up a guy named Marcus Johnson, who plays, was like the eighth wide receiver for the Colts, but just out of attrition, had some starts. So I, I turned down Kenyon Drake for Marcus Johnson and a third is basically that what that equated to. Yep. Because the rest <laughs> of the deal happened. And as soon as I turned that down I was like all right these are the moves I got to make and I'm looking at I'm like why the hell did I not do that like even if I didn't believe in Drake after right la- after you know after last year why why was I was like you know what I can't give up Marcus Johnson in my third <laughs> that's nope that's too much for me <laughs> cuz if I had that piece I'd still feel a lot better about this team going forward but you know we live and learn we can't we can't win them all I'll take your one figure it out
0: oh yeah I I mean with every good trade I mean you've probably made five bat. I mean, we've probably made. you know what I mean? Like,
1: I was like, damn, just going to call me straight out and make one good one to every five. <laughs> that's a that's an up ratio, bro. No, <laughs> but seriously, I, like I'm I mean, little better maybe, than that.
0: maybe that's a bad ratio, but I mean, one. You, we, we think about these trades and we always talk about them after we make them. And we're like, Ooh, yeah. But sometimes you look back a year or two and you're like, wow, I, I that felt so amazing at the time. I wish I could go back, but you just move on. And I mean, you got to get over them and keep going.
1: So I, before, unfortunately, we have to call this lunch date short, you mentioned James Conner. I did. I mentioned James Conner earlier in the beginning of this show because I saw you two kind of going back and forth. I guess it was part of that same mock you were talking about for SFBX. So yep. uh, one of you needs to explain yourself about James Conner, and I know it ain't swags.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I drafted him two overall. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Swag zones, no James
1: Conner. Yeah, it's like that yeah. is definitely not true. Everybody
2: knows that. So the but- the real lowdown here on James Conner. So James Conner, for me, goes in the sixth round, pick number five, at uh, running back number 23. So I take him, in terms of running back standard, I take him behind Lev Bell, Mo- David Montgomery, and DeAndre Swift, and just in front of, because I take Conner, and then there's a running back run afterwards, Devin Singletary, David Johnson, Mark Ingram,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, James Connor, RB twenty uh, three. I feel like there's nothing but ceiling ahead of him in the event that he's healthy. So, so what are you? So, what are your thoughts? Because I, I don't obviously, it's Swags and I both have a have a, an affinity for Benny Snell. Snell, yeah. And we know that obviously Jalen Samuels is around, but I don't know that he's very good. And <laughs> and then we've also <laughs> got obviously they just brought on Anthony McFarlane. So, but yeah. but Connor and, and and everything that Pittsburgh has always done to this point mm-hmm. has always. been Hey, the lead the lead sled dog gets to eat first and the most. And if James Conner is going to continue to be that, at least for this season, yes, RP twenty three
0: feels right. it feels especially feels like in that, that redraft. S- yeah. Right,
1: redraft. I got no issue with it. I'm looking at the SFB mock I did, and Connor went at four o three. Um, wow, and that's in front of Austin Eckler. So uh, I'm not a big Eckler fan, but I I I think I would take. I would take Eckler there in front of him. But uh, in in the redraft spot there, uh, especially in the sixth round where you got it, I I don't hate it at all. Like you said, I I think there is one running back that we will get. uh, Whether or not we get the full Big Ben uh, is different. I I think partial Big Ben is better than whatever was there last year, and and that offense just moves better. And the guaranteed touches you're getting out of a sixth-round running back in a format like this uh, I think is well worth the risk.
0: So I agree, and everybody, first and foremost, knows that I, I'm never going to be a James Conner guy. Um, honestly, him. I think I, I was probably more flirting with you on Twitter than giving you shit. Um, <laughs> we
1: had to butter you up to get you to come on. That's but all message message received.
0: <laughs> but, um, but honestly, yeah, I just can't buy into it. I don't want to. I mean, hopefully for James Conner, Honestly,
1: over that was one of the names you said there that was around there. Are you um, taking Singletary over Connor?
0: No, I'm not. I'm not smart. i uh, smart, but I mean, I, I don't know. It's just tough for me to get on board, I, and that's probably the area. Like, in I'd have to look, but where I'd either take a wide receiver or a, a quarterback. Another quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, or even like um dobbins or acres somebody like that maybe mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they were even there j mike you seem like you have it in front of you better than i do right now but or, or i grab keenan Thanks, allen sir. i don't know but like, james connor is just he he didn't play the best on that team last year he just played the most but when benny snell played he actually looked really good. If he can stay healthy, I, I really believe in him to outplay Connor this year. And if they want to win it, they put the best player on the field.
2: Hmm. That's understandable. And, and I think in our mock, actually, Swag's Dobbins, nor Dobbins or Akers have gone yet. I imagine they will here in the 8-9 turn-ish area. But the the... <laughs> I think that this is what makes one of the reasons why it makes SFBX or SFB in general so much fun is that the different strategies that get mm-hmm. deployed. And like we're seeing, we're seeing guys like Stefan Diggs go in the eighth round. We're seeing guys like Juju go in the sixth. Yeah. Because obviously wide receiver scoring is so uh, mitigated in this scoring. But also, like you're saying, the way that you typically build teams, you're likely going to have in those first five rounds you're likely going to have two to three running backs so you're not even Mm going to have Connor on your radar at that point um specifically Mm -hmm. what I think you typically talk how how you how you navigate and build so that that makes sense to where you're saying hey like I'm not I'm not targeting him there I just feel like at 23 like it just it, it makes nothing but sense
0: yeah and then I mean you even take my strategy into like the dynasty talk we've had today with like Hunt and Bell and that's probably why I'm also like more willing to dispose of them for somebody like Edwards to add Edwards to my team because I'm so deep at running back that I'm looking at it. And I'm like, well, I really like Edwards, obviously more than you guys, but I really like Edwards enough to where I'm trying to add him to my team and trying to get those deals done where I'm just like, Hey, eh, I don't n- need bell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, it, so it's probably bad advice for me to be on Twitter, like being like, yeah, give away hunt for bell. He's my seventh running back. Cause he's probably not yours. Um, so I, I get where that's coming from too, but for me in, in my situation, sometimes I, I don't, I'm trying to squash value a little bit and I'm probably going about it the wrong way on some of my teams. I'm probably going to regret some of the moves I make this summer and I blame COVID, but (laughs) we'll see, man. I don't know. 2020 strikes again. Yeah. (laughs) And even, even like what, what you did, Jay Mike with, um, trading away bell for that 2022 first, um, you got more back than i than edwards but i think you still made a similar similar play there in kind of being like well I'm, I'm kind of on this team need to be done with bell and move on and get something i believe in for the future um a yes. first is definitely worth more than edwards but kind of a similar play there Indeed, mm-hmm. i offered um bell and sony for jarvis landry because i almost forgot about jarvis landry hate <laughs>
1: that's a lot that's a lot for jarvis do you think so I uh, come off the hip. I think so. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh Most people don't like Jarvis. So like you said, Jarvis hates. So I, I don't know.
0: What do you think, J-Mike? Um, and, and I thought you loved Jarvis. Like, that's your boy. I like Jarvis a lot. Well, um, I meant two drink. Like, not to interrupt, but that's two drinks, boy. But I do. Yeah, I what, do. What we, I am curious what you think about that deal as well, though. What, what was the what
2: was the pieces for Jarvis again?
0: I sent um Sony and Bell for Jarvis Landry. Yeah, likely feels rich. Uh, just just because I think to Chris we're Allen, at, he has yet to accept or decline.
2: <laughs> it feels rich. But but the question, the, the thing about it is, though, the, the risk when we talk about the the value proposition of it, you, you could be taking on Sony and Le'Veon Bell and they could both be dying on your roster. Mm-hmm. Jarvis sure. Landry, at least even with even with Jarvis's hate, like Jarvis still is going to give you wide receiver, wide receiver two season, French wide receiver one numbers mm-hmm. and somebody in season. Will will we'll be allured by that. Whereas Le'Veon Bell and Sony like they, that could be it for them. Like you could get them and it's over. Like you can't do anything with them anymore. Is he a Cleveland
0: fan? He's probably not going to make that deal.
2: No, he's a, he's a Bengals fan. Okay, he, he is a he's he's down here in Ohio with me, but he's a, he's a Bengals fan.
0: Okay, so well, maybe. Oh, so may I have Mixon? Maybe I can get a bigger deal done and trade him Mixon. Mm. There you go. I need a wide receiver. I mean, something fierce. Like Always. And, and I've got the depth to, and, and I have Mixon on so many teams that I'm happy to kind of, like, diversify a little bit. And uh, man, I have two wide receivers on this team that are noteworthy, and they are A.J. Brown and Preston Williams. So I'm really trying to take care of that position and that need. So we'll see. Mixon. Okay, I'm going to use Mixon against him. <laughs> Thanks,
1: thanks, Jake, Mike, for that little insight there. Um, all right. I, I think it's that time, though. We are we are coming up against it on this Wednesday hump day lunch date. So end of the show always ends with a two-minute breakdown. And this one's oh, like man. no other. Yeah. So, J-Mike, you're about to get 12 random questions. I don't Swags want it to atti- end. Swag's <laughs> attempted to help. I used some. I can't oh. promise all. Well, you were late, bro. You were late with getting them to me. I had to keep rolling. I used Jay,
0: couple. Mike. Jay, Mike, we we put more planning into two-minute breakdown than any part of this show. It's a known fact. Always, and one hundred percent. I've I've now given him about twelve questions. That's a lot of work for me that will never (laughs) be used. And and then twelve and questions in
1: the hundred and eighty-eight shows we did, I think we'll be okay.
0: So then, but though no, then now even I if, keep
1: your I keep them though I keep them I put them. It's not like I delete them. Right, they still come up. But later. now
0: even if if two drink and I do a breakdown tomorrow, just him and I, I can't. I have to look for more questions to ask him because <laughs> I've given him all of my questions.
1: That's also something sneaky I do. So I don't, I'm don't looking for some. Just give me your questions, and then if you ask me, then just come up with 12 more. It's cool.
2: I love it. I love it.
1: (laughs) But if this is your first time listening, thanks. You came for J-Mike. That makes sense. Uh, Two-minute breakdown, 12 random asked questions. Some, do I have fantasy? Yeah, there might be two fantasy questions in there. Uh, Lots of randomness. I just need first initial gut reaction from J-Mike, and we will try our best to not make fun of him. No promises. J-Mike, are you ready?
2: Let's get it.
1: All right. I'm asked the first question. Wait for the uh, sexy voice to come off, and then you go. Question number one in the theme of Scott Fishbowl X. What is your favorite toy growing up? And now your two-minute breakdown.
2: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, hands down.
1: Which one? Uh, Donnie, Yeah. Duh. Uh, do you believe in ghosts and aliens? No. Both. Both aren't real. Just one. Uh,
2: n- no, I, 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 I don't, I don't necessarily believe in aliens. I, I kind of want to believe in ghosts,
1: some degree. I need a Gardner Minshew stat line for this year.
2: Gardner Minshew throws for thirty nine hundred yards, twenty three touchdowns, and
1: twelve interceptions. What is a movie that scared you as a kid?
2: Oh gosh, can I just say uh, the Michael Jackson's Thriller video that creeped me out?
1: <laughs> yep, that works. Uh, what is more important to you? Knowing CPR or knowing self-defense?
2: Oh, self-defense. You self only defense. get one. Uh, that, uh, that's
1: selfish. Uh, yeah. That's no, you already uh, said self defense. I'm going self-defense. are a dick. <laughs> uh, a player you want to buy before the season starts.
2: Oh, DJ Chark.
1: What is the uh, Ohio official state rock song?
2: <laughs> what? Um, Ohio is for lovers. I don't, I don't know.
1: Hang on, Sloopy. Hang on, Sloopy. Oh, in those, those earwheels. Uh, yeah. okay, let's do another one. What is Ohio's favorite ice cream flavor?
2: Oh, it, it's uh it's the one from Graters. Uh, it's a, uh, it's like a raspberry something. I can't I don't know. No, but uh, uh, that sounds chip. better. Okay.
1: I want just that. say cookie dough, but yours is definitely better. Um mm. What is your favorite?
2: Uh, it is chocolate chip cookie dough. I love chocolate chip cookie dough, but the, but there's a greater so something basic, that's, oh so yeah, basic know. Know.
1: Know. for the state. Why <laughs> why didn't the moon eat dinner?
2: Oh, wait. UDF has a s'mores flavor. I like s'mores, too. Uh, Why didn't the moon what? Why didn't the moon
1: eat dinner? Oh, crap. It was full. Um, Because it was full? Yes. Swags gave to you. You both cheat. I'm going to keep asking these because whatever. You guys cheap. Uh, How many 2021 firsts is Miles Sanders currently worth? Uh, Two. Just just mid? Just two? Two, yes.
0: Would you rather
1: lose all your memories or never be able to make new ones?
2: Oh, man. Um... I'd rather Staff never
1: be
2: never be able to make new ones. That that would be tough to lose all the memories.
1: Last question: How do you stay so positive,
2: bro? <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I think I think a lot of it com- comes down to to just my faith in Jesus, and I think a lot of it comes down to surrounding myself with people who are uh, who, who are shooting for similar things in terms of being encouraging and whatnot, and uh, like you guys. Uh, people who help me laugh and be myself and be okay with my, my flaw. So uh,
0: that's, that, that's it. That, that's really it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome advice. But, but you are an outlier in uh, within like how, I mean, and there's other people like you that we're not worried about today, but like you're somebody I think about and like, I, I want to, I, I don't know. In I wish, hour. I wish I could do you because like, Whoa. you're you're awesome. Like, I don't know, like just watching you on Twitter and how you interact with people, how you stay so positive through thick and thin. Like, I I don't know, J. Mike, I appreciate you a ton and your personality Uh, and everything about you. Unless you need to be
1: saved because he ain't saving you. (laughs) He already said you can die. He's going to know how to defend himself, but you could just lay there and die. Outside of I, that, he's the nicest no. guy rat. <laughs> I'm, going,
2: I'm, going I'm going to have the self-defense to help keep you and me safe. But if for some reason your trachea gets crushed, you're, I can't save you anymore. You're, oh, you're, the you're just walking punch. away. You're, just, you're just out. <laughs> oh, we got him in the throat. Oh, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, man. J. Mike, please tell them everywhere that they can find you, including Tummy Blitz, because I heard somebody tell me you're going to do one of those soon. Maybe I'm just wanting
2: that. Swags, first off, man, thank you for the kind words, and I appreciate your encouragement, man. I appreciate the fact that uh, that you see that, and hopefully just hopefully, we can continue to love on each other, encourage each other, and put each other forward, because obviously in these times, uh, in life period, we we need that. Uh, I'm on Twitter, at J. Mike Check, at J. M. I. C. Check. Uh, the Open Bar Podcast, Tuesday night, the live YouTube show. Uh, we have a lot of fun with that, which is, uh, which is for everyone. So come be a part of the chat. If you can't check out the chat, come be a part uh, of the actual podcast. By listening to that, I do that with my my main man, uh, Bungee Genius, the MC himself, at FFManBun on Twitter, Dave Gearing. Uh, obviously, the Dumpy Blitz for the DFPN Network, the only network in town. We have a lot of fun with that. 15 minutes, basically, to give you the coming and Moses of the NFL. The off season, I find I still have never been able to find my niche with that, which is a bummer. Uh, but we'll, we'll, I'll try to do better with that somehow. <laughs> Drinks to, to at least satisfy your needs, uh, and then obviously, lastly, the J Mike's journal, uh, just to be able to share some of my yes. Uh, but that's that's uh, that's that's it. That's me. I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much for having me.
1: Definitely check all that out. No doubt. That's my boy at Swagzilla OG. This is at FF underscore breakdown. And I am at FO2 drink minimum. Don't get
0: scared. Am I the only one that thought that that was... It, I, I thought it was Snoopy this whole time. Not Sloopy. I thought it was like, hang on, Snoopy. Not... Am I the only um, one? I, I, I hope so. <laughs> I learned that today.
1: That was yours. That, like, that's the question you gave me. That's how you learned it?
0: On the internet. I don't just know a bunch of useless facts about Ohio, dude.
1: Hang on, Snoopy.
0: <laughs> like, like Snoopy when he's the Red Baron, like, don't
1: fall off. Don't fall Hang off. Hang <laughs> on, Snoopy. Lucy pulled the ball. See? No. Well,
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah, I thought it was Snoopy. It's
2: not. But what is a Sloopy? is the question. What's, I don't even
0: know. I don't even know. We're
1: asking you. You're from Ohio.
2: I, no, I'm a no, let's get don't get me twisted. I am a resident. I am not from here. I don't know the culture here. This place is weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't even oh, know what I'm doing.
2: <laughs> who who in their right mind eats a chili to be used then as basically an enema for your body? I wanna know. I wanna know.
1: It's called efficiency. In and out. Nice and smooth. I call it gross. So tomato tomato, I guess. <laughs> Efficient gross. Yeah, that's the same shit.
2: No, actually it's not the same ish. It's totally different when you put skyline into your body. It's really different than your normal ish because it gets real real nasty, real runny. Have you ever had your tooth smell like cinnamon? Ever?
0: hm do not I d I don't I don't believe so. So you don't eat pooper right?
1: poopery in the end? Just smells like cinnamon, and you're good. Moving on. Skyline chili it. candles coming to you.
2: Oh, that would be the worst thing.
1: Cinnamon poop flavor. Perfect.